Uh, I'm glad you're still open. Open, open. Helping support our local businesses through the coronavirus crisis. We are open for business. This is open for business. Still open, yeah? Yeah. On My Talk 1071. Well, we are so excited on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. To welcome our next guest to the show. Bradley, why don't you introduce Daniel to us? Yeah, I'm very excited to welcome Daniel Wordsworth um, to the show. I think this is the first time Daniel's been on, and um, he is with Alight, and Alight has been doing great work around the world for years. You've heard me talking about them each and every day. You've uh, followed along with me as I've gone on trips with Daniel and the team at Alight. Um, and they're still out there helping people. And so we wanted to find out how Alight has been responding in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. Daniel, thank you so much for being with us today. Hi, Bradley. Hi, Colin. It is my first time. Glad to be here. Thank you for joining us, Daniel. Yeah, great to be here. How are you guys? We're good. Yeah, no, we're absolutely good. We're in three separate rooms. We're doing things a little bit differently on our show. Um, Social distancing. Social distancing is real. But can you tell us what Alight's response has been in this moment? Yeah. Well, I think often because we're all, like, sheltered down in our own homes, it's hard to think about, like, what's happening with COVID in places like Africa and, in Mm -hmm. particular, what's happening with refugees? So you have... Refugees were already in a tough situation. They live in, you know, very, you know, quite overcrowded refugee camps. Sometimes they're living maybe five, six, seven people in one room inside of these settlements. It's incredibly tough for them to have social distance. They've got, you know, pre-existing um, respiratory infections, actually. And so we're really trying to mobilize in 15 countries around the world so that, you know, we can protect them. And so we're working, you know, whether that's Somalia, whether that's Congo, the Sudan, Uganda, Pakistan, El Salvador. The challenge for us really is, you know, where can these people turn to and how can they, one, be protected not to get the illness, two, um, how do we get stuff ready in advance so when it breaks out in these places, we're ready to actually treat folks that get it. And then thirdly, how do we, um, when they, when it does happen, how do we provide them the services they need so that they can survive the epidemic in the same way that we all want to survive? Yeah, so that's th- what we're trying to do in 15 countries. Yeah, And this is so wonderful because um, we've remarked uh, in this time in response to COVID-19 locally about how this has brought just our communities together in terms of mm-hmm. understanding more about how closely connected we are. But you really are are taking that community, and you always have been, and that's what's so remarkable about this, is that this is not a new thing for a light, to be seeing the entire global community and um, no. meeting needs in the global community. Yeah, I think, Colleen, one of the things is we all look at the world right now, and it just seems like it's crazy, and it's out of control, and it's full of scarcity, and... I was talking with someone the other day and they were like, is this like the end of life? You know, is this like, is this it? Mm-hmm. But actually, my reaction was actually what we're getting to experience is what normal life is for so many people mm-hmm. around the world. The fact that we're worrying that our hospitals will have enough beds for us, the fact that we're worrying that we won't be able to see a doctor, that there won't be enough medications, that that the whole sort of feeling as though, you know, society can't protect me and look after me. That's the kind of thing our refugees feel every day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm not minimizing COVID. COVID's like terrible and it's a dreadful threat and it affects us all in our homes. 
but it does give us the uh, sort of a way to just see that we truly are one humankind and that in, and that we've experienced a sort of commonality of that in this not just fear but also the the social solidarity that so many of us are choosing you know when we choose to lock ourselves at home it's not really about us we're trying to protect our our grandparents our mm-hmm. kids um you know those that are in need we're already acting with compassion and empathy and we're just extending that out across the globe and I think, Daniel, you you really have an opportunity. A light has this opportunity to share some of the things, the best practices that uh, that it has learned over the years dealing with people where they are. Things like um, doing the doable. I feel like that's a lesson or an idea that uh, a light can give back to mm. the greater community, so that um, you know it, it's a lesson you guys have learned for you know the last number of years. That's a great point, Bradley. Um... Yeah, and actually we learned that lesson, first of all, in the Narco Valley Refuge Settlement where you and I were doing that 5K run. Actually, while well, you were doing the run, I was watching. But <laughs> <laughs> I have taken up spinning, so next time I can actually do that. But yeah, that's when you work in really tough circumstances, the danger is always that you're going to feel overwhelmed. And mm-hmm. so what we choose to do is in the face of the impossible, we do the doable. We look for the thing that we can do today, right now, that actually will make the world better. And then we believe that if we all do that every single day, that it builds up like a tsunami of goodness that actually will change things. And so I I think, yeah, I apply that actually where I'm at. I'm applying that. We're applying that in all these camps. I'll give you an example. You know, when when you're in a place like Eastern Congo where you can't really get access to television and it's hard to get um, information out, what we're doing is we're going around to prime elementary schools and we're teaching thousands of Ch- Congolese children songs about washing their hands oh, and songs that. about, you know, having hygiene at home. And so they go home at the end of the day and they become these sort of anti-COVID ambassadors in I their own homes, singing these songs, washing their hands. And these are thousands of little kids. So that's an example of, you know, you pick the asset that you have. You, you find the goodness that's there and the hope that's there and you just build on that. I love that. Daniel, what is an idea of something that people who are listening right now um, can do to help do the doable uh, right now alongside a light? Mm. Yeah, I think that's a good question. Like, that's what we have control over. Right? Mm-hmm. We don't have control over how the world is. We don't have control over any of that stuff. But what we do have control over is the decisions we make every day and how we show up in the world. That We do have control over that. Are we going to choose to, like hunker down and hoard our resources or are we going to reach out be part of a community and give now this is not about physical proximity you know when we talk about social distancing the truth is what we're talking about is physical distance Mm -hmm. but actually what we don't want right now is social distance we Mm -hmm. actually want to be talking with one another we want to be connecting with one another so one of the things that i would suggest is find a community and find a a community of doers People that are going to try to make the world better, not the folks that are sending around these crazy memes about the world, but instead people that are sending around positive messages and join in on that. Now, Alight is doing that. You can join our community. We're, um, we're actually working with a group of LGBTQ refugees in Nairobi, and we're creating a community around them to protect them. There's so many ways. But I, I'd encourage people just to – you can reach out to us at Alight. You know, go to our website – you can be part of our community. You can join with what we're doing and feel like you're actually every day, instead of waking up, waiting for some grim thing to happen, instead you can wake up knowing that you're part of the solution and you're actually doing something about it. 
Absolutely. Yes. Just the ability to have to sit back and worry is the proof positive that you've got some time and ability to right. do something different. So um, and we will make sure that we put uh, links up online and available so that people can head to, to a lights website. It's just we are so that they can learn about the things that you're doing. And obviously, I'll continue to share that um, in our live spots. But Daniel, before we let you go, I have to make sure that we get um, to something very important to us on the Colleen and Bradley show. And, mm -hmm. you know, you've probably been spending some more time uh, at home over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, I've normally gone out everywhere. Have yeah. you? Yeah, because Daniel is, <laughs> is truly all over the world on a regular basis. So I imagine you've been sitting in front of your television. And to that end, have you been watching anything good lately? Yeah, I've been watching something good with my daughter, but I got a feeling you guys may have already watched it, which is Next in Fashion, with like Alexa Chung no. is like my new favorite person. Oh my gosh! Have you guys seen that show? I no. no, I just heard about it this weekend though. I gotta watch that one. Tell us about it. Old time best show, like it's a, it's Alexa Chung and it's um, you know Tan France. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's it's a reality show, and they bring in like eighteen designers, and then they all go head to head, and they start off in pairs, and then they get down to a you know a few, and it's just Alexa is just the most charismatic person ever, and you know Tan is always fun. I we love just love this. that show, and we love, and it's it's not full of any meanness. It's not it's it's done in that kind of British way, like you know the Great British Bake Off, mm -hmm. where oh, everybody likes sure. encouraging one another, everybody's trying to help one another. There's no one taking anybody down. They're all they're competing, but it's sort of in this lovely spirit. Oh, I love so that. I like that one. And yeah. is that on Netflix? Yep. Okay, Netflix. adding it to the queue. What's the name again? Next in Fashion? Yeah, Next in Fashion. Well, Daniel, thank you again for calling in and sharing with us all the good that Alight is doing in the world. Uh, can you just finally, before we let you go, give people um, a way to connect with you? So, you know, website, that kind of thing. Yeah, if if our website address is wearealight.org, but I think if you just put in Alight Refugees, that's the way we see them. Mm -hmm. If you just put in a light refugees, I think we'll come up. Otherwise, you can put in my name, Daniel Wordsworth, like the poet from England. I don't know how popular he was in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. I guess. Daniel, yeah. thank you so much for being with us and best of luck. And I can't wait to see um, what more great work a light's going to be doing. Well, you know, Bradley, you guys are always there and you're part of it. So we're happy to connect with you again. Absolutely. Thank you, Daniel. Have a great day. Good uh, to talk to you both.